Hi, I'm Danny, and I've been a bartender in Las Vegas for the past 24 years. Over those years, I've heard a ton of great stories from fellow bartenders and Las Vegas workers. So I'll be your host as we listen in while they share their stories. This is Tales from Vegas. Welcome to another episode of Tales from Vegas. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for coming back and listening to another show. Hopefully, you're, you're enjoying all the content I'm putting out there for you guys and everything. Um, I have another great guest today. This guy, uh, his name's Kevin. Kevin, I've, I've known a little bit. I, I know more than his, uh, his girl. You know, I, I work with uh, over at the casino. And, and speaking of his girl, it's a, a shout-out to Laura. Happy birthday, buddy. Happy her birthday. birthday. Happy birthday. 21, finally. All right, man. Hey, she's finally legal, buddy. Yeah. Been bartending for 16 yeah. years, yeah, 16 but years. she's 21 now. <laughs> she knows she did exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, so I wanted to make sure and put that out and... Uh, and put that out for her, and, and um, you gotta hope you, she has a happy birthday, man. I know you guys are planning a nice trip coming up here soon, right? Yeah, we leave in the morning for Hawaii. That is awesome, man. That's cool. Hey, it's, I mean, I've never heard anyone say they've hated Hawaii, so yep. I mean, there you no. go. Exactly. Should yep. be fun, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, Kevin, before we get into Kevin's stories and everything going on, man, let, let me get a little bit of your background, Kevin, man. Why don't you tell us a little bit about where you're from, uh, where you've been, how, how you get, where you're at now, man? Um, well, I grew up in Colorado yeah. and uh, came out here. My parents actually moved here when they retired because the real estate market yeah. was just about to go crazy. Okay. My dad kind of predicted that. Oh, nice. So he moved out in 01, okay. bought a few properties, and I just watched them going up like 10000 a month in value wow. every month. That's crazy. That's how that's how crazy it was. Yeah. Right wow. So okay. at that time, I was just like ski instructing. Yeah. In yeah. The Living the life. <laughs> and... uh I was actually teaching cheerleading camps in the summertime, <laughs> which That's, God, I got to tell you, is an unbelievable gig as yeah. a straight guy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes, um, <laughs> I mean, it sounds like you're uh, doing pretty good back then, man. Skiing yeah. and, and cheerleader coaching—that that's uh, yeah, it's all right. And uh, I just started like dating this girl yeah. and. And she was a teacher, so she had summers off. Yeah, and I wasn't doing the camps that summer, so. We just like got on a crazy whim and we packed up a car uh-huh. and we took off and drove to Baja. Oh, really? With no plan. Oh, that's cool. Because oh, you can do we that back down then, basically. And, yeah. Yeah. We, wow. were, we drove all the way down to Cabo San Lucas and around the tip. And, wow. And uh, we were down there for about six weeks. And really? during that time, my parents fully moved to Vegas and <laughs> we kind of blew through all our money, did yeah, everything, yeah. Right. and <laughs> drove straight back up. All the way, sat in my parents' front yard with a sign that said, we'll work for food. <laughs> and uh, They took you in. <laughs> and they were like, you know, this housing thing is going crazy. And uh, okay, so I just kind of checked around. I went to dealer school. And two weeks later, we went back to Colorado, packed up everything else we had, and moved okay. to Vegas. Cool. Oh, so wow. I yeah. had a really good five-year plan to be with that girl Make a bunch of money in Vegas, yeah. buy an RV, travel the country. That sounds cool. And uh, so I'm 
divorced from that girl. <laughs> I'm 21 in years into my five-year yeah. plan yeah. for this town. <laughs> that That's the way it is, I, man. It'll I, suck I you in did here. finally get the RV two yeah, years yeah. Oh, ago. Oh, there you go. Finally, awesome. finally, yeah. You're like, I'm getting this damn RV. No matter how long it takes me, God damn yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Five-year plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're kind of restarting every five years. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> well, that's Vegas. We'll do that to you. Yeah. Well, that's funny, man. That whole... Uh, that upbringing it kind of reminds me of like an 80s movie you know I'm a ski you know I'm skiing at night oh, God, I'm a yeah. cheerleader thing we're driving down to Baja I'm like I think that's Hot Dog the movie I remember right from the 80s right? I, I think that's the whole plot <laughs> I have sort of kind of just lived my life that's in cool. a, like I'm just not gonna do the way things the way that most people hey, do you know what it's your Period. life it's, it's your life man you do it and that sounds fucking yeah. awesome that sounds fun as shit that's probably why I ended up divorced <laughs> woman, yeah well you know always, that always happens to she it, seemed so. on board with that yeah, yeah. <laughs> until she wasn't well maybe you know you're 10 into the five year yeah. plan she probably like I don't think this plan's gonna yeah. happen yeah exactly yeah but anyway like so yeah here we are 21 we years later 21 years later into my time in Vegas and yeah. I do have some tales very for nice sure. yeah <laughs> So now living here in, in Vegas for this long, uh, Kevin, do you, do you like it here or do you kind of uh, kind of long for Colorado still a little bit? Or are you are you okay uh, with that? Every time I go back to Colorado, it definitely feels you get like that home. little home ting, you know, yeah. pull back. Yeah, yeah. Every, everything, at least within the city of Vegas, yeah, everything is so focused on money. Right. And, yeah. And that's just never been my pattern of life. So yeah. it's never really felt like home. Like even yeah. when I, you know, go to work, do whatever, but on my time that I'm not working, yeah, I am out of the city. Gotcha. I'm mountain biking in the mountains or yeah. I'm skiing or yeah. I'm hiking through the desert. You're a big uh, like outdoor just, guy, basically. Yeah. yeah. And you're right. You know, I, I don't, I've been here for so long. I don't realize that it is all centered around making money and, and doing money. And, and uh, yeah, more than anywhere else I've seen in the world. Right. This, right. This whole and city is just experience. about that. Right. Period. And I know I have a wife who has family in Hawaii and, and same thing there. They, they don't think about the money. They just want to go relax. They want to go yeah. to the beach. They, you know, not that they want money or anything. They just, that's not their center of their attention all the time. And, and Which is insane in Hawaii because everything yeah. is so expensive. Right, right. Isn't that, <laughs> yeah, isn't that fun? Like an oxymoron over there, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's cool. So every time you go in, but so what kind of make, what kind of stops you from, from going back? I, I, I'm asking, you know, what, what, what keeps you here basically, you know, other than, then uh, obviously it seems like you like Vegas. I mean, yeah, almost I mean, there's, I think that people that, the thing that people don't realize about Vegas, and, and in fact, when people come to visit, I always say, do you, you know, do you want to do Vegas things? Yeah. Or do you want to do the stuff that I like to do? Like, right. Do you want me right. to show you the parts of Vegas that nobody thinks about? Your Vegas. Right. Exactly. Yeah, like the outdoor stuff. Yeah. Hiking to waterfalls. Because there is stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, world-class mountain biking. Right. Right. Just unbelievable here. Which people don't, like you said, they don't and, realize yeah, that. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like Mount Charleston, 12,000 yeah. foot peak. Yeah. And right there. It's right there. 45 minutes away. Yeah. yeah exactly. And no one even notices there's a right. mountain there. Yeah, exactly. It's 12,000 yeah. feet tall. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, some people are like, oh, don't you miss snow? I'm like, I can, I go see snow every year. I just go, it's 45 minutes that way. Yeah, I see snow for a little bit. It's right there. I get cold. And yeah. Within half an hour, I'm going <laughs> back down. Exactly. It's it right always there. always cracks me up. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that, that's funny that people, and well, I guess that's what Vegas is well known for is always the gambling and stuff, yeah. which is, which is huge here, but you're right. I like that aspect. You're like, well, yeah, do you want to see the regular Vegas? Or you want the outdoor stuff? Yeah. I'll show you what I like to do. And, and people miss out on that, especially outdoor people don't think that there's nothing here to do, but you know, you're, right. you're a test here that like, no, there is, you just got to go and you got to know where to look. Yeah. Ask the right people. Yeah. Right? Ask exactly. the right people. There we yeah. go. Well, that's cool. 
Okay, so you you, you kind of got here to, to Vegas and everything, and and um, you said right away you went to a, a dealer school, or yeah, I did. Okay. I uh, I it was uh, the beginning of September mm-hmm. two thousand one. Okay, now oh geez, so right before and oh I went, man, I like went to right dealer school before. for two weeks and I blew through it. They yes. were like, "You're ready." Yeah. Like, I was, I, my, I was scheduled to start my first job, yes. dealing job, September 13th. Oh, my God. Of 01. <laughs> oh, man. So and, September uh, 11th. Yeah. And then the whole city shut down. Where were you going to go? Like, where were you? Your first job was uh, going to be? My first like, job was going to be at the Gold Coast. Gotcha. It's kind uh, of a, what they consider a break-in house, but it's gotcha. It's a local it's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, but it's it's good because it trains you really well. Yes. But I have never in my life... Hated a job, any industry, any company, anything <laughs> more than that job. Yes. Those people to were awful to work for. Really? Oh, bad, huh? my God. Yeah. Just the it way was, they treat you guys or just the, yeah. everything? All, yeah. Yeah. I was just mm. I was telling a buddy this story last night. Like, the way that I quit the Gold Coast was uh, I was dealing roulette, and and I've got – so on roulette, there's there's six different colors of chips. So six yeah. different people can be playing – at once, okay. chips at once. Okay, on the inside, on the inside numbers. Okay, so I had all of those out. Yeah, it was a real busy table, and then there was one guy on the outside, and he was just betting the red or black, gotcha. but he was betting hundred dollar chips. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And at the Gold Coast, that's a pretty yeah, it's big a substantial bet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, they don't. There's not a lot of people with lots right. of money. Yeah, the Gold Coast is more of a yeah. yeah. So this guy on the with betting the hundred dollar chips was winning a lot. Yeah. And so I would spin the ball, I would sweep all the chips that lost, mm-hmm. and I'd start, you know, I'd pay out the winners, and I'd start stacking up the chips. And my floor supervisor just looked at me, and she was this awful, horrible woman. Yeah, yeah. And she goes, <laughs> she leans down, and kind of whispers, she goes, spin the ball again. I'm like, but I don't have the chips picked up. She goes, spin the ball. So I spin it, and then I wave it off, I pay all the stuff, I sweep yeah, yeah. the chips, I start picking them up, she goes, spin it. I'm like, I... They don't have time to make their bets. I don't have the chips. Yeah. So I spin it again, and now I've swept, you know, paid everything. I've swept everything off, and now like all the chips are just in a big mess in front of right, me because you haven't had I time hardly to have anything stacked up. <laughs> so I'm stacking yeah, yeah. like crazy, trying to get ready for the next one. Yeah. And I've got maybe six or seven piles cha- stacked right. up again, you know, and everything else is just a crazy mess in front of me. She goes, yeah. spin the ball. Wow. And because she wanted the, she wanted the hundred dollar guy to yes. lose, she didn't care about the. Anybody people, else? All the just, other. But chips. that's how much a hundred dollars is going to yeah. break the casino, right? right? Yeah, yeah. It's insane. Wow. Okay. So, so I, I just look at her and I go, <laughs> I go, I don't have time to pick up the chips. And yeah. she reaches over and the ones that I've already got stacked up, yeah. she knocks them all oh over my and goes, God. "Spin what the a ball, bitch!" Really? And I, I yeah. got off that table and I walked up to the casino manager and I explained to him what happened. Yeah. And I was like, you know, that's bullshit. Yeah. And he goes. You got to do what your supervisor tells you. Spin yeah. that ball. Wow. And I go, do you want me to quit right now or do you want two weeks? Yeah. He goes, I don't care. And I go, you. okay, yeah. this, how about Saturday? Saturday's my last day. And this yeah. was like a Wednesday. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, yeah. okay. And just walked away. He didn't give a shit. And I was yeah. like, wow. wow. That's that was terrible, my, like, dude. Yeah. Early introduction <laughs> to how this town works. Like, yeah. They don't give a shit yeah, about, about you. you. Yeah, exactly. It's just about the money. And that's scary. So you're probably thinking at this point, like, fuck this place, yeah, man. Like, this like, whole city's like this. Like, fuck off. God. And during that time, the Palms had opened up next door. Yeah. And that was, like, the hottest place. Right, right. And I was going in every week talking yes. to the casino manager. I'm like, I know how to deal all the games. I know everything. I'm super good. Right. And they'd be like, ah, oh, yeah, we're not. 
not hiring anybody else this week. Uh-huh. And then that week they would hire seven more hot chicks. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> like, I bet you weren't hiring anybody. Go, yeah. And next week, hey, you know, <laughs> I, you just hired these three girls from yeah. my casino. <laughs> yes. And I know more games than them. Can right. I get Oh, no, we're not hiring anybody this week. Right, right. And they'd hire three more hot chicks. <laughs> God damn it. Do I need to get breast implants? Yeah, yeah apparently so, right? Like, like, what do I need to do to get out yes, of this? Yeah. <laughs> well, I did. I finally, like, like I, I quit because yeah. I couldn't handle it anymore. I didn't right. even have another job lined up. You just, yeah, I don't but, blame uh, you dealing with that. But I got, like, right at the same time, I got hired part-time at both Caesars Palace okay. and Green Valley Ranch. Oh, cool. Yeah. And I remember going into Caesars Palace the first time. At Gold Coast, we would make, like, maybe, like, 50 60 maybe $70 a night yeah. in tips. Yeah. Because it was all pooled. Gotcha. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and those assholes would give them to us in cash oh, okay. and we were allowed to gamble on oh, our breaks really wow so that's everybody would yeah. just go on their 20 minute breaks and just gamble all the money wow. you made the night before that's weird yeah so they were yeah. just taking all the money back yeah they're taking it back they knew <laughs> it's ridiculous anyway i mean that's so, evilly smart on their right. head right Isn't so that? i never i'll never forget i walked into caesar's palace the first first shift that i walked in i go into the break room and they have this big notebook of the tips that were made the night before. Yeah. And this guy, I'm like taking my jacket off and this guy looks and he runs his finger down the page and he sees where he was. And he's like, God damn it. Why do we even come into this place anymore? And I looked and they had made two seventy five the night before. Yeah. And I was just making 60 bucks. And I'm like, like, wow. Oh my God. Yeah. And that was a horrible night for them. Right. That's funny. Yeah. And that's so why like, they they forget. Yeah, like, like okay, I'll I'll go in your place, whole dude. Thing. Yeah, yeah is that, like, that's crazy. And I'm sure a lot of people listen to that are thinking like, "What the fuck?" I go, and no, it's still even now. And I hear somebody say that. I'm like, dude, you forget exactly where you're at and what's going on, man. I mean, yeah. it, it's what we do. I mean, regardless if it's bartending, dealing, anything in Vegas wise. We make some awesome money. What we do for what we do. Oh yeah, more so than you. And we and a lot of sometimes people forget them because I remember uh, years ago there was bartenders, and and this is when I was still in the service bar. So usually when you work service bar, you're making a lot less in the front bar, right, basically. Yeah. And there was a uh, one lady bartender one time day shift. She's like, damn it! And she's like, what? She's pissed off. She's like, I didn't make two bills this way. I'm like, I looked at her. I'm like, I didn't say her name. I'm like, I, I don't make two bills within a whole week. It's like, and then she got more flustered about it. I'm just like, I'm trying to put her, you know, in check. I'm like, so your bad day is not even my best week is what you're doing. So, and I think sometimes people forget that and they forget. And I'm probably thinking she was thinking she was talking to herself, but you got to be careful when you do stuff like that, who you're talking to, where you're talking, you know, (laughs) maybe go into a stall and just punch the wall or something, you know? So sometimes we forget that, you know, it's crazy how, how relative money is in this town. Like, I hear stories from like you know back in the seventies and eighties. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, the dealers yeah. and bartenders have always made more than dealers. Right. But the dealers in the seventies and eighties were making like seven hundred a night. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like yeah, average. They, right. And back then, money too. And that's yeah. Great. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've when houses cost yes. eighty two thousand dollars. Right. Right. Exactly. Oh my god. Right. Exactly. And that that was you know when there was more like a mob owned you know thing, so yes. they were able to skim me. And 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 I've heard a lot of stories about that. That yeah. like. Not only were you making all this money, you didn't have a lot of expenses because, right. like, you would just trade. You'd give dinner to the to your dry cleaner guy who would yeah. clean your suits, and then that guy would, you know, yeah, take care of the bill for the dinner over there. And yeah, yeah. Like, everybody's you know everybody took care of everybody. Yeah, and and I've heard a lot of the old timers say that 
that it was so much better in the mafia days. I've I've heard that a lot too. Yeah. I go, yeah, until you messed up accidentally. Until yeah, nobody knows where you went. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's just as <laughs> long as you don't cases, cross that line, right? You know, and and, and I always feel bad for the person. Like, what if someone got caught in something they didn't even fucking know about? They're just like, what? Wait, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Next and all you know, of a sudden, right, you're exactly. the scapegoat. <laughs> yeah, you're the scapegoat. Oh. Yeah, that's the pr- exactly. Yeah, but yeah, and then once uh, obviously corporate America came, came in, the, all these expenses and all this stuff is going yeah. on. And, you know, and they need to do changed. stuff on the up and up and everything, which... So I was I like to point out that part. I'm like, everything's great until you fuck up. And right. Then, then you're really screwed. <laughs> and, you know, I always kind of wonder, like, how many of the mafia guys just became heads of corporations and really just still yeah. ran the whole thing? But just now it's just a corporation. Corporate, maybe. Yeah. You never know. Hey, I mean, man. No, you know, I don't want to be pointing any fingers, yeah. but you have no you well, know, idea. You know, just like I know still to this day, this town is all about who you know. Oh, exactly. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. You have an in. Yeah. Yeah. You don't get a job based on your knowledge or your resume. Exactly. No, you got to know somebody or just be extremely fucking lucky. Exactly. (laughs) You know, exactly. My story. Right place at the right time. Right. My story. Just like gambling. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Right place, right time. You know, just having to be the right spot and everything. So, um, yeah, that's fucking funny. Yeah. Like I say, my story getting in, and I don't want to go over again. I'm done. It's just, I happen to get in because the guy who had juice ahead of me, failed his drug test so they had to take me so i was like well thank god for drug test i like it yeah Yeah. otherwise because the guy ahead of me he knew somebody you know had somebody in and everything so he got in everything so that's how i got that's funny because laura tells this story about when when the palms first opened up yes and they had this massive nightclub called rain yes and the the cocktail girls there were just gonna make a killing everybody knew it oh yeah and laura got hired for that nice she was like I think there was 14 people yeah. that got hired in her initial group. Okay. Gotcha. And they just needed to drug test one. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, yeah. That's all. <laughs> and they, they picked hers, and somehow she still had, like, a little, like, THC in her system or something right, yeah. from months and months oh and months ago. God, really? And, and they were like, oh, sorry. You know, you failed. She's yeah, like, yeah. Like, what? But then again, that's how she ended up because she didn't get yeah, that gig, at the so. casino. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. ended up at the casino. Exactly. That's how she ended up at the casino. Gotcha. Right. That's so, she's at now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned uh, Caesars, and you got hired at, um, at the Green Valley Ranch Casino, uh, which is another local joint. Right. So you were working part-time at both of those? So I was working part-time at both, just kind of decided I'd do both until one of them gave me full-time. Okay. And then... And, uh, uh, where it, so where did you end up going from there? Was it Caesars or was it the... Uh, it was Green Valley Ranch. Ranch. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. All right. And so you went dealing there... Um, so I uh, spent 16 years dealing table games there. Yeah. And then three years dealing poker there. Okay. All right. Yeah. So is there a huge difference between regular dealing, like uh, the, the, what we call the pit games, uh, or uh, to the poker? Or is it basically the same? Or how, no, it is, it's a completely different animal. Okay. Uh, is it something you had to be like retrained on, or you just have to two different training? Or uh, Yeah, it's a, it's a whole different set of training. Okay. And, and in fact, um, when I... Even after 16 years being with the company, yeah. I had to give up all of my seniority and benefits and everything because it was wow. a different department. Oh, that's shitty. Really? And But they told me at the time, uh-huh. they like, you know, you're not going to be full-time. It's not going to transfer over, but we're so busy. You're working. You're going to be working five, six days a week. Gotcha. And I was like, well, yeah, okay. You know, yeah. I, can, I can cover my own health insurance and stuff for that. Right. Well, within... Three months of that, the South Point opened their poker room. Yeah. Which killed half the business. Right, and right. And then a couple months after that, 
Obamacare kicked in. Yeah, oof. When and once Obamacare them. kicked in, we couldn't work any more than 24 hours in a week. Oh, shit. Or they it had to give us benefits. Yeah, so they really spewed your hours on that. So all of a sudden, I went from 16 years full-time, full benefits yeah. to... Two, making, two to three days a week with no uh, benefits, that and that was I was maxed. Yeah, <laughs> was God, man, that's rough. Yeah. yeah, you're like if I had just waited another year, that would have been like yeah, yeah. So, but it could have, would have, you know. Yeah. So, and in, in the South Point um, uh, region is they're they're kind of close to the um, uh, the Green Valley Ranch Casino and the M Casino and Sunset. They're all in the same area, but when these places open next to each other, it starts like you said. The South Point uh, is a big local casino, and they. So these casinos com- you know, compete, and they pull from each other. So one opens up, it pulls away from some of the business of the other one, so that affects sometimes. Yeah, the pie gets cut pie into get, more pieces. Basically, so and that's all in the same yep. area, you know, especially like when you have like a Gold Coast and, 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 and the Palms open, which are, are two different things, but yeah, they still – Yeah, that was a different yeah, clientele. It's still sure. kind of a – right, yeah, 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 pull from there. Um, so what um, – what spurred you to go from regular dealing to the poker dealing? What, what was what? Um, the biggest thing was that poker dealers got to keep their own tips. Okay, and I gotcha. was so sick and tired of dealing and the table games, blackjack, roulette, all yeah. that stuff, and having to share my, all my tips with mm. those freaking miserable robots that wouldn't talk or smile, right, or right, do right. anything to anybody. Right. I was wondering about that. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm. A pretty personable guy. Well, you're, doing, you're doing your work, yeah. You're doing some fun. work. Yeah, I mean, and and that that job, the table games job, in the beginning was super good. Like, right. Like the American Casino show yes, yeah, yeah. that was on Discovery Channel. Yeah, that one was like on. the episode that uh, there was a episode where I dealt to the band Stained. Okay, they did gotcha. a concert. Yeah, out oh, of the pool, that's right. Yeah, and yeah. they came wanted to come in and play blackjack after yeah. they were done. So I was their dealer. Oh, nice. And okay. if you search American Casino on YouTube, almost all the episodes are gone. Yeah. Because of the weird copyright, whatever thing happened. Yeah. Yeah. But but my episode is one of the only ones that's still up on oh, YouTube. nice. There you go. You so guys can check out I Kevin out there dealing. Yeah. yeah, that's funny. So you're <laughs> dealing to Stained and stuff, and yeah. you're, you're getting treated good. Basically. Yeah. yeah, and it was a really fun job. It was a good gig and everything, yeah. but... Then the guys that got more and more corporate and then mm-hmm. yeah. rules changed and yes. became less a lot of these casinos friendly. Yeah. Right. More stringent than it just Yeah. It's like anytime there's a bad apple yeah. in the group, yeah. Rather than get rid of the bad apple, they, they would just punish everybody. Punish everybody which and make the whole weird. thing worse. Yeah, which yeah, is always you know. very weird. You, oh yeah, it happens for you guys too. And, and as long as I've been, a, 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 you know, the local casinos that I've been at and stuff, I've seen, I felt the the, the shift over from. It, I mean, corporate casinos have been there, but you're right. It, it just gotten more stringent, more more numbers, more. And then yeah, you're right. That's the yeah. one weird thing about. One bad apple spoils a whole bunch. I was like, man, but you can't do that at work because then you screw everybody. You know, yeah. You're you're, you're punishing your hard good workers too, which doesn't pe- make any people sense. People really don't understand. Like the employees don't really understand. And I I spent a lot of years trying to change the mindset of my coworkers. Yes, because anytime they had a problem, they would run to HR. Yeah, and I tried for years to explain to people. HR is not there to help you as a worker. Unfortunately not, no. The purpose of HR is to make sure that that company does not get sued by their workers. Right. You're right about that. That is number one goal Mm -hmm. of a human resources department. Right. So when you go run to HR about, oh, it's not fair because so-and-so got to do this and I didn't get to do it. Right. 
Well, rather than go, oh, well, maybe we should, you know, try to spread out that good stuff a little bit. They right. go, okay, nobody gets that anymore. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Real and, like, and that's like how it just yeah. continues to get worse and worse and worse. You're right. Yeah. And so, yeah, the people thinking HR is our force, you're right. They're not. They're, it's they're, not. They're, it's not. It's, they're, they're, only purpose is to Liability. protect the yes. company, yeah, exactly. not you. Right, exactly. But yeah, that's a good point. Anyway. Yeah. Anyways, all right, so went over there, and man, and just a bad timing on that whole, you know, poker dealer thing. But I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, did but, you enjoy it for a little bit you have it? Did you enjoy it? Uh, and, yeah, I, re- I really enjoyed poker. I uh, At one point, I got hired by the Aria. Okay. Which is one of the top poker rooms in town. Gotcha. That's on the strip. TV yeah. shows. Sure, gotcha. All right. Poker TV shows are yeah. filmed there. Nice. Um, it's a real nice place. Too. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. And I was dealing to, you know, some of the biggest names, yeah. Phil Helmuth, Daniel Negreanu, like yeah. these guys that are really well known. I was gotcha. dealing to them on a regular basis. Nice. Yeah. That's you know, cool. We yeah. get some movie stars in there and stuff yeah. to play. And, yeah. And I thought. God, I thought that was going to be such a gold mine. I yeah. thought I had just scored. You hit it. Yeah, you scored. Knocked out of the park, right? And it turned out to be so much worse. Really? Like, yeah. you know, dealing with the locals, I'm dealing $1, $3, or $2, $4, $4, $8. Yes. Um, at at Aria, there was a game every night that was 300 600 1200 Jeez, Louise. And you had to have a quarter of a million dollars to sit at that table. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. But they made a deal amongst themselves Uh-oh. that whoever wins the first pot tips that dealer 25 bucks, and that's all you get. Oh, that sucks. What? what? So I'm dealing that game yeah. one night, uh-huh. and, and one of the guys, there's eight people playing, and yeah. one of the guys goes, I'm bored. Let's just all throw 30000 in the middle each oh and then run the cards out and just see who wins. Yeah. Wow. No no extra betting or anything. Yeah. Let's just run the cards out and see who wins. And there was one guy that didn't want to do it. <laughs> right, and right. so they harassed him for a while. And then finally, okay, everybody throws 30000 in the middle. How many eight people? Of them. How many, eight of them. Wow. So there's $240,000 oh, <laughs> in this pot. Yeah. And we just run the cards out. Yeah. And the one guy that didn't want to do it wins the game. He wins. <laughs> and so I push. Wow. I basically push a house. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. With your hands. <laughs> over to this guy. Yeah. He's laughing, of course. And, so, and he throws me a $100 chip. Yes. And that was the biggest tip I ever got at our Oh, man. Off a of quarter like quarter of a million, you got 100 bucks. I got a $100 tip. And I was like, that sucks. I am. So I'm freaking done with this place. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so this rule that came up, that's it, weird that that would, that, I don't know, that, that's amazing that they would come up with that 20, you said that $25, whatever it was. Or, oh, yeah. And it was just, you know, they, that's just what they agreed to do themselves. It, it was shitty. Yeah. yeah. That's shitty. And it was, oh, God, it was so depressing. Right. Yeah, exactly. Because you'd see all this money and, and, and that's it was why so you, meaningless right, to them. And that's why, you know, people, that's why as a, as a dealer or something, that's why you want to, you know, deal at these big places with the big money because, you know, you think you can get a little yeah. percentage off. It's like a tip, basically. Yeah. And then someone comes in and, and says, like, you know what? It, it basically be like someone's like, hey, it's a $10 table. We're going to give you a quarter. No matter what, we're going to give you probably yeah. less than that. It was, yeah. it, you know, percentage wise. So that know. was that. Basically, what I learned was that that dynamic mm-hmm. was opposite from table games. Yeah. So in table games, the bigger the money that they're playing, yes. like in blackjack or whatever, yeah. the better chances you are going to get tips. Gotcha. Big tips. Gotcha. In poker, the bigger the game, the worse money you're going to make. Just so. And weird. it was so it weird, is so weird to find that out. Yeah. 
They found but, out the hard way. But it was, like, yeah. But and, that's the way and, it was, yeah. And and poker dealers all over the place, yeah. Like understand that. Gotcha. Like, that's just that's what it's you get when, sucked into, and you don't uh, even you don't even know about it, it yeah. until you're right. already there. Yeah, yeah. You guys couldn't have fucking give me a heads up, yeah. you assholes. <laughs> God damn it. Not only that, but I was doing, I was working on both. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I would go to GVR. Yeah. From. Green Valley Ranch 10 place. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. The local place. Yeah, I would go from the local place from yeah. 10 a.m. Yeah. to 6 p.m. Gotcha. And then I would drive to the strip and work from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. Wow. Yeah. You were 8 really a.m., 9 a.m. Because yeah. this was during the World Series of Poker. Gotcha. So you're busy, you, busy. Yeah. You know, yeah, nonstop. Wow. Like, there were days where I would I would do eight hours. Yeah. Drive. Do. 12, 13 hours, wow. and then just drive back. Holy to shit, Green no Ranch sleep. Yeah. And sleep for half an hour in the parking lot. Wow. And go back and do it again. It must have been miserable, dude. And yeah, I did it for like uh, six months that way. And God then damn. I was just like, no. I'm surprised you got that far. Well, yeah. th- that would only happen, you know, once yeah, or twice a gotcha. week where it would have be that Still, bad of an overlap. Yeah. But right. It was and you're like, miserable. And I'm yeah, like, no doubt, dude. Every time that I've really like chased money in my life, like yeah. trying to make a whole bunch of money, it's ended up like that. It's where like I'm it. just miserable and my health is failing. It. Yeah, and it's not worth it. So I'm just now I've just decided to live my life like happy. Yeah, I, know, I, I'm I, sure, yeah. I might be a little more broke, but yeah, it's all right. You know, I mean, I mean, I, I, be, I've had so many people be like, dude, "Yeah, but dude, what are you gonna do like when you're older and you retire?" I'm like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> like. I go mountain biking like yeah. four days a week right yeah, now. I'm fine. Exactly. I am living my retirement there right now. Yeah. When I'm old and my body's all broken, yeah. I'll be broke, but I don't care because I'll just be yeah, wanting to sit yeah. around and watch TV anyway. Right, like right. everybody else is old. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What else am I going to do? It's funny. <laughs> but you're right, though. You know, if you, if you if you chased it the way it was, you wouldn't have the health to enjoy it anyways because yeah. you've been, yeah. How many times have you out? seen that? Somebody worked their whole life. Oh, they man. retire at like, you know, 68, 70, yeah. whatever, and they're dead like two, two years, years later. Yeah, you're right. That's sad, but like, yeah, God, you see it all What did you save time. up all that money for? Isn't that scary? Oh, that's a scary so, anyway, that's, yeah. Sorry. A little bit of reality, I, folks. Right here, <laughs> but no, that makes sense. <laughs> it's lack a, of yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you're having fun, buddy, that's all that matters, yes. right? Yeah, yeah. You just had to have fun. Yeah, like, you I know try what? to help other people have fun. Yeah, yeah there you go. That's my job. In life. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> hey, you know what? Let's take a little break. We'll yeah. come back and then we'll get some some of your stories out and and some of the good stuff. All right? Cool. Hey guys, be right back. Okay, and we're back. Back again here with uh, Kevin on Tales from Vegas. And Kevin was going over his, uh, you know, his dealing stuff. And not drug dealing, but as, uh, being a dealer in casinos. And <laughs> yeah, and being a that is kind of funny when you're not in Vegas. Yeah, you're like, you're dealing? Like, what do you do? <laughs> oh, I'm a dealer. <laughs> they look at you like, what? Like, uh, in Vegas. Yeah. Oh, wait. What? Like, yeah, yeah. Taking <laughs> out of context. Yeah, yeah exactly. Really <laughs> um, yeah, so Kevin, and I wanted to ask you because you know I'm not of the the, the dealing world and everything. Is, is there a uh, what is the difference between uh, and and here in Vegas we always separate when you work for a casino we always separate between you know, you know working on the strip or working the local joints off the strip. So like Aria and, and Caesar's Palace is on the strip for you, and then like a uh, Gold Coast. Um, the Palms and the Green Valley Ranch Casino, their local joints. What is the, the differences or the similarities to those, the, the guests that you get, you know, as a dealer? Um, I guess you did well, both the, poker. Yeah. And, yeah. What, what yeah would be I the, mean, the, the biggest difference, obviously, is 
the people that are coming because gotcha. at the locals place you get to know them you'll you see know. the same people that yeah, come in see yeah the, same the regulars all the time and yeah. like you start telling stories about your family and you get to know you yeah yeah you like develop a relationship there okay and yeah. and because of that i think um there can be more benefit to working to the locals place because they gotcha. start to care ab- about you well, that's true and yeah. you know your in, your income is based on tips and they yeah. know that yeah uh, whereas you go work on the strip or whatever, you got people from all over the world. Right, they're only right. going to see you that one time. Right. They don't, they don't crap know, they about don't care. you. Exactly. Yeah. If I mean, half the time that they tip, they're just tipping to show off to their friends. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So you're hoping they always come with a bunch of friends. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Right, yeah. 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 Oh, there's a big group. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you do end up meeting some pretty interesting people. Mm-hmm. Um, like, <clears throat> There was one time I, the, there was a, a family from Colombia. Yeah. Oh wow. The the girl had the girl spoke pretty good English. Okay. She had just turned twenty one. All right. Um, and then the brother and the mom didn't really speak too good English, so gotcha. I was talking with her more. Got it. Yeah. And I I said, well, what's been the highlight of the trip? And they were like, she goes, oh, the Lady Gaga concert. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's okay. That's cool. And, yeah. You know, it was, <clears throat> I don't, not a huge fan. I mean, yeah, she's yeah, great, yeah. But, yeah, but you know who I, she I is. I didn't really have anything more to talk about once right. she said that. Yeah. You're like, I don't know. I was know. like, like uh, okay. Cool. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. I'm glad you really enjoyed the show. Yeah. And then the the mom and brother started saying something in Spanish. Spanish or, yeah. And, and uh, she's like, oh, okay. Like, I'll tell them. Well, she had written a letter uh-huh. from Colombia that said, I'm flying 3,000 miles to come to your show. She wrote this letter to Lady Gaga. Gotcha. Wrote, I'm flying 3,000 miles with my family to come to your show. Yeah. I'm so excited, blah, 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 whatever she said. Yeah. So at the show, Lady Gaga sitting up playing piano yeah. on stage, and she pulls this letter out. Really? And goes, I have this letter that I received that says that she was going to be here on this day. Is this girl here? Wow. And, and it was they, fucking you know, her. Yeah, out, yeah, you know, that's ah. fucking cool. And she pulled her up on stage and sat wow. her down on the piano bench next to her and did the whole song with this girl sitting next to her. That's fucking amazing. And her brother, like, you know, had the video yeah, on his phone, and, and he was so cool. excited yeah. to show well, me, even though yeah. he couldn't speak English. Right, and, yeah. You know, so you get these crazy stories that's like cool. that where you're yeah. like, wow, oh, that's like, neat. I'm that just, doesn't happen. <laughs> I'm just glad to be know that that even happened. What yeah. a cool thing to even exist. And that's the kind of stuff that you find it, you know, when you're Everyone's dealing with those, right. on the strip and yes, you're dealing people with people from out of town, from out of so, town you yeah. hear stories like that. that you're oh, like, that's cool. Whoa, yeah. God, I forget how cool this town is sometimes. Right, right. And it's cool. And hey, props to Lady Gaga for doing that, man. That's yeah, fucking awesome. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I was a much bigger fan of Lady Gaga once I heard that story. You know what? And I, I am too after hearing that. It's yeah. like, that's, kind of, that's fucking cool yeah. as shit. <clears throat> no, would, would you see um on the strip, would, would you have any regulars at all? I mean, I'm not... They don't even have to be local. Would you have just people that would that you would see a lot at, or um, not really? Or is it very rare? The uh, the Aria Poker Room had some regulars. Okay, um, but it was a well known fact that they were there to prey on the tourists. Oh, okay. Yes, like, gotcha. yeah, really. Right. Like yeah. they would sort of even kind of team up just to. <laughs> which is uh, just shitty. I know. Yeah, exactly. And, but you, know, you can't do a. It's what can like you do you about can, it? You can physically, you can't really cheat so much and no, get away with it. But you just know what you're doing in that game. But you can figure out, yeah, 
you know, if these two people know each other and yeah. one of them raises and the other one always drops out yeah. after the raise. Yeah, yeah, you know what's going on. They, they never end up going head to head. Right. You can tell you can that tell. they're Especially you as preying a dealer. on yeah. Yeah. The, the tourists that are coming to town. No, uh, how would the, I mean, you would notice that, would the casino notice that, or they wouldn't care, or they. Uh, no, they, they don't really don't give a shit. Yeah, they don't really give a shit. Yeah. Um, like, as long as, as long as you're not physically taking people's money, you know, like robbing them, you know, right. with a hand, with a handgun or something, yeah. Oh, and, and that is actually another very specific difference between poker and table games. Yeah. Because in table games, you represented the house. Okay. And gotcha. you had the house's money. Okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying. So if somebody, if you were dealing blackjack. Yeah. And, and you beat that person. Yes. Badly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like Vegas vacation kind of badly. Yes. <laughs> hey, yes. How about next time I just take your money and yeah, yeah, in the yeah. <laughs> You know, they're mad at you. Gotcha. Because you represent the house. Right. And you, you just took all their money. money. Right. Yeah, yeah. In poker. You're just a moderator. It's a different dynamic. Okay. Because. Yeah. I didn't take your money. Right. That guy took your money. I'm yeah. just passing it from you to, to that guy. Yeah, right. Gotcha. So the anger kind of goes towards So, yeah. yeah you don't. Interesting. You, I didn't get as much brunt force. Yeah, which was nice. <laughs> like, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> poker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> as I did in table games. So, right. Yeah, that was kind of an interesting dynamic as and, well. And, and that's funny that you'd say that because I'm thinking like, so if you were doing, like you said, the poker guys would kind of team up. And the, the house doesn't like it when you team up on their tables to try to take advantage of them. Right. But they don't give a shit if it's for about somebody and, and, else. And as an employee, yeah, we could go play poker anytime we wanted, right? But you can't play table games, right? Because, because it's against the house. The house doesn't want to lose that their money sense. to an employee, right? Exactly. But yeah. in poker, it's not the house's money, right? No, it makes sense. <clears throat> I guess just so, the way it is. Yeah, yeah that was that's... just a kind of a different thing too. Yeah, interesting. That's funny. That's weird. There was. Uh, I did have a couple other like. Yeah, pretty awesome stories from the table games days when people would ask me stories. Like at Caesars in particular, I heard okay. stories about a lot of. Well, there, there was one guy in particular. I remember this was like my first real realization of how relative money is to people. Right. Like I went and dealt to this blackjack to this guy for an hour, and yeah. he lost a quarter of a million dollars Jeez. in an hour. God, Not in high limit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this yeah. was okay. just a regular. Really. Blackjack game, it's usually you know like twenty five dollar to, yeah. to five thousand dollar, but yeah. he was betting you know yeah, three max. four five thousand okay every hand, and he just got slaughtered. Yeah, I took oh. a quarter million of them from Jeez. an hour. Yeah, and I was just beside myself. What like the fuck? I'd only been yeah. dealing for like two years at that point, only yeah. in town for two years. I yeah. didn't really understand. This really hit everything. you. He was like, "What the yeah, hell?" Like yeah. I'm like, my eyes are watering. Yeah, I feel like, so bad. Like, yeah. <laughs> And and the next dealer comes to tap me out for me to go on my break, and I was like, "Sure, I am just so sorry that it went that way. That's yeah. just awful." And he just like shrugged his shoulder. He goes, "I'm gonna go grab some lunch. Hey, uh, I'll, I'll be back later on. Are you gonna be coming to this game, or you know, yeah, that's that's pretty fun." <laughs> You're like, "What the fuck, dude? Wow, it, it didn't, didn't phase him. Yeah, not in the slightest. It's like he lost a couple hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. Wow, and that's so." You know, then you you start hearing stories about like the mega guys. Wow. Like at Caesars, there's yeah. a high limit, and then there's an ultra high limit. Oh, really? That you don't even 
know about, right? You have to know it's there. So is it basically like know. in a back room? Yeah. Okay. Like so back wow. back room. Okay. It's got its own vel- elevators up to the towers. Like those guys don't even have to right. come down into the main casino gotcha. to yeah. come down to right. the pit. It's a serious big time players. So there was a, a huge, like one of the biggest gamblers that's ever been in Vegas was this guy named Kerry Packer. Okay. And he was an Australian multi-billionaire. He yeah. owned, my understanding is he owned like three quarters of all media. Oh, wow. Australia. Okay, one of those type of guys, yeah. But, like, he would come to Vegas, and, like, for a weekend, he would stay at MGM, and he would win, like, $10 million and blow their quarter. <laughs> yeah, like, they're like, God damn it. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, he was that guy. Like, <laughs> He's just alone. <laughs> like, he, he would a lot come. of play, folks. Yeah. That is a lot of fucking play. He would come, and he would get his own reserve blackjack table, six yeah. spots, yes. and he would play $150,000 per spot. God damn. Wow. Yeah. For days. Yeah. Like nonstop. Yeah. Yeah. Like nothing. And, man, but wow. he tipped like crazy. Everybody well, loved cool. it. Well, that's cool. Whoa. There you go. All yeah. right. Good. And there was like, there was one time where he hadn't tipped. Yeah. And the dealers were like, you know, murmurs going around, like, what, what the, the fuck? Did we piss him off? Yeah. You know, what's going on? And then the dealer gets through his whole hour, and the guy hasn't tipped him at all. And he and all of a sudden Packer realizes it and he's like, "Oh shit!" He's like, uh, "I tell you what, let's, he, I was getting ready to go to lunch, but let's play one more hand. Any hand that wins, that's yours. Oh, hundred and fifty thousand wow. per spot. Wow, really, really? I don't and even. So, I don't know the results of the thing. Yeah, but, but still, but that's that a story. huge. Yeah, yeah. There's, oh wow. So, oh, hopefully something came out of that for those yeah. guys. But just and, even. And then they were also talking about that same guy. He had his own reserve game in the ultra, ultra, whatever. And, and there was this other game yeah. within earshot. Yeah. And there was some crazy Texas oil tycoon guy. And he was yeah. just loud, obnoxious, you know, talking about his jets. They always seem to be those mansion. type of guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and, and Packer had just been, like, listening the whole time. Mm-hmm. Well, he finally gets up and he walks over and, and uh, just kind of stands behind him. And the the... Texas guy is like, kind of, you know, looks back at him and, and Packer goes, Hey, I, you know, I hear you talking a lot about like your stuff, your jets. And yeah. He's like, What do you do? He's like, I'm in the oil business. And he's like, Oh, okay. He goes, uh, He goes, What do you think your net worth is? Yeah. And the Texas guy's like, What? Yeah. yeah. What the fuck are you asking me? And he's right. like, He's like, I'm serious. I mean, you're obviously proud about it. Right. You're bragging about it to yeah. everybody that can hear you. Yeah. What do you think your net worth is? And he goes, oh, I'd say probably 40 to 50 million. And Packer pulls out a quarter and goes, I'll flip you for it. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking says it that. Yeah. I fucking love this dude. Yeah. Shut the guy up. Really? The whole rest of the time. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> God. I got to remember that name. This dude's awesome, man. Oh, man. He's, he died a while ago. Oh, that's he too bad. He was cool one guy, of the though. biggest gamblers in all of Vegas. But he sounded like, kind of like a... Like a Kind of like a cool guy, and he yeah. wasn't obviously he wasn't allowed. At, yeah, you know, that, it loud was mouth. before my time. Gotcha. There. I never yeah, got just to the stories you're hearing but, exactly. Yeah. But that's funny. Uh, There's one of the one of the funniest times that I ever had at Caesars was uh, <clears throat> there was a, a show called Will and Grace. Yes, yeah, yeah, a long sitcom, time ago. Yeah. yeah, sitcom. Yes, I remember yeah, that. That was kind of one of the first, like, really openly gay. Right, right, right. Late '90s, early 2000s. Yeah, 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 yeah. Will and Grace. So, so they were filming a. Their season finale okay. at Caesars. Oh, okay. I didn't realize it at the time. Right, but, right. But so I'm just I'm dealing out on the main floor, and 
and I'm dealing blackjack, and there's these two gentlemen, I would say mid-60s, okay. right in that area. Yeah. And then sitting directly between these two gentlemen is this, like, 21- and two-week-old boy toy. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. And it becomes very obvious. What he is and who he is. That he is a boy toy oh for these two yeah. older gentlemen. Oh. <laughs> and hey, I was like, yeah. yeah, exactly. That's, that's kind of yeah, yeah. in Vegas. You yeah. figure that. Yeah, whatever. whatever. Everybody's got their thing. After a while, like, whatever. Yeah, yeah. whatever. Yeah. So, and, of course, the two guys are fairly reserved, but the boy toy guy is just whooping and hollering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's he playing is, it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is flaming, and he's letting everybody <laughs> know about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, one of the guys, one of the older guys, keeps getting a phone call. Mm. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. And he steps back away from the table, and he takes a phone call, and he sits back down. And and this goes on um, half an hour or so. Yeah. He gets probably four or five phone calls in half yeah. an hour, which is kind of annoying because yeah. it yeah, messes up the pace of the yeah. game yeah. and stuff. So uh, so the last time, the guy gets up to take the phone call, and the boy toy guy looks at me, and he's like, oh, God, you can just so tell he's in television. And I was like, well, uh, no, I, I didn't tell that, but yeah, it was yeah. funny because in my mind, I've been sitting here thinking that I'm like literally on an episode of Will and Grace right, right now. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. And him and the other older guy both go, oh, <laughs> that's our show. Oh, really? <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> like yeah, oh, no, that is, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. a really funny show. He's like, no. Yeah. That's our show. Yeah. This is so and so and so and so, the producers of oh, Will and Grace. Oh, really? They're <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, okay, yeah. Oh, We're like, it that makes sense. Literally wow. your show. Yeah, yeah, okay. it is your show. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Now. They're like, well, this place why he's so fucking busy. Yeah. Now I get it. That's okay. fucking funny. Isn't that uh, weird? Yeah. That was always one of my funniest stories. Yeah, that's fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. You're like, yeah, I like this show. They're like, no, no, that is our show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, uh, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Well, that explains everything. Yeah, that's fucking funny. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, where else in Vegas you gonna you gonna run into that? That's yeah. fucking funny. Yeah, yeah, weird the- stuff. Like, <laughs> even at, at GVR in the early days, like Jessica Simpson, Nick, Nick and Jessica. Yes, yeah, they had their little reality show. Yeah, yeah I, in there. I dealt blackjack. To oh, you them dealt one to them day when Michael Jackson got arrested. Oh, yeah, he mm-hmm. was staying. Yep. at. Yep. Green Valley Ranch. I remember. Are you staying at, oh, at the Green Valley Ranch area? Is yeah. that when you were working there? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> when he got arrested and taken away. Okay. And uh, and I remember shortly after that, people would ask me about, like, you know, have I seen famous people and stuff? And, yeah. And there became, it was just such a great, wide-open joke for people to be like, I'd be like, yeah. And in fact, you know, Michael Jackson was here. Right before I got arrested, there. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Did you Did you see him? Like, and I'd go like, Yeah, I, I dealt blackjack to him actually. Yeah. Oh. There'd be like, No way, really? And I'm like, Yeah, but but he played really weird. It was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. They're like, What do you mean? And I was like, Well, he wouldn't hit on anything over twelve. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure and that he hated like, that. It would just take just a second, and then he would set in, and they'd be like, in. Oh, oh my. <laughs> That's fucking beautiful, but man. Just, uh, it was such a great setup for that. That was a great setup. No, I, I mean, 
That's fucking awesome. <laughs> Wouldn't anybody ever get upset with that? Because there were some of those hardcore. Nah. Okay, good. Because there's some of those hardcore people that were yeah. really the fandom to the end. You know, like, dude, I'm just a joke. Relax. Right, yeah. just a fucking... <laughs> nah, yeah, yeah, just like bartending, yes. which, which I do now, and okay. I still, ah, you know, you, you always have to kind of like. Yes. measure the, the tone, right, the right. vibe That's true. of your crowd. If you're able to you know, do that. You know stuff. who you can get away with. Yeah, exactly. And right. who you can. You can mess with yeah. a little bit. Yeah, that's funny. So now, now I was hearing, um, when, when he was at uh, the, that Green Valley Ranch Casino, I heard that when, and, and I've heard this from other people, like uh, when he was walking around, they'd had to clear out like hallways for him. Like they, yeah. someone that I knew worked there said like they weren't, like they had to clear the hallways because nobody could look at him. He had his entourage. Yeah. And, and you couldn't like, and, and I've heard, Another casino was at too on the strip. Was it him? So, anyways, but some of these big people at that, even in the back hallways, even employees there couldn't look at him. They yeah. couldn't bug because they didn't want him bugging himself. I'm like, Whoa. yeah, and it wasn't like they were clearing people out as he was walking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was like, end. yeah, we're gonna clear this out. So they give you a time. And there like will at be one no one there. Yeah. for twenty minutes. So that was true then. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. It goes. Wow. He would and yeah, and then you go supposedly go. walk through, but yeah, yeah. nobody ever saw. So yeah, exactly. You'd uh, never know. And I guess he would walk the back hallways because he didn't want to go. He didn't want to be noticed right. in the main casino. It would cause an uproar, you know. Oh. Someone like that would, yeah, exactly. Going on. Oh, so that's yeah. weird. That's the kind of clout and and, and status he had that <laughs> yeah. he would do that. So and going back, circling back to those ultra um, high limit lounges, Kevin. Now, do you think every casino has one of those? Because this is kind of I, I've never and think about it. I've never really heard about that. Or just like few select ones, like the like Caesars has that ultra lounge, which you would never know. Would, um, would you imagine that? I, I think that probably all the real top ones gotcha would have like an ultra. Have that? It's crazy. I never thought yeah, about that. Where but. it's it's behind closed doors. Yeah, they've got all their own. It, it food, would make sense to have a different drink yeah, service. Yeah, yeah they've got. Yeah, they've got everything you need. Gotcha. Like even. Even the the one poker table at Aria, yeah, was in its own separate room. You could see much. into it. Right, it right, was right. glass enclosed. Gotcha. But it was actually a physically separate room. Gotcha. For the really high limit ones. Yeah, and it had back entrances for the cocktail servers and stuff. Gotcha. And so, and they like they had like their own safe deposit boxes back wow. there. Yeah, like, always separate because it's a totally different. Yeah, yeah, amount of money and stuff. Yeah. So would you? So at Caesars. Being a dealer, do, did all the dealers know about that, or is it? I'm just wondering how, how secretive they oh, kept yeah. it. No. Okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah, the, just the, all the employees know about it. Okay, gotcha. All right, so no, but if, it, if I were to only casino, specific people that are allowed to deal back there. Gotcha. Yeah, they got to make sure that you're. Yeah, that you're doing. You have to be one of the top. I would imagine a lot of like beautiful women, you know, and maybe the American people. Thing. Kind yeah. Of, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know. Even, uh, even at at. At Green yeah. Valley Ranch for a while there, we had a couple guys that would come in where they would clear out the slot machines in the back of High Limit and yeah. just set up a roulette uh, table and a yeah. blackjack yeah, table just for them because they were big players. Yeah. yeah, there was one guy that would just he loved to come in and play roulette, and he would just he play with thousand dollar chips. Yeah, yeah, you know, spreading out. Oh yeah, jeez, you know, a hundred thousand per spin. Yeah, wow. Yeah, and he I was just well. like super gay. I think I heard about that Asian dude. guy. Yeah, and he yeah. would only have like me and two other guys. Oh, really? Were the ones that he liked? Exactly. Yeah. Was he? <laughs> was he a nice guy or is he, he was a, super? Oh, nice. that's cool. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. are nice and stuff. Yeah. And that's he just he liked particular people. And I, he, yeah. I get it. That you're, you're betting that amount of money. Yeah. 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 Who do you want? To, yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Whatever that, you want. That same guy. There's. 
there's two slot machines mm-hmm. that are right next to the cashier cage yeah. in the high limit room in Green Valley. Yeah, in the and, local. And yep. they would modify those two slot machines okay. to be a higher denomination. Just for him, huh? And, they would, and he would sit between them yeah. and just you know smash the buttons on both Two at, at the once. same time. Yeah. And on each machine, there was one slot attendant that just had the key to reset it. Really? And one slot attendant that had a clipboard yeah. writing down taxable jackpots. Oh, my gosh. So they wouldn't stop him out there. Yeah. And, they could just he, he would never stop. Wow. For like hours. So, so he basically would, every he time. He would hit the button, yeah. and it would be like a $5,000 win. Yeah. And rather than sit and do paperwork right, and right, pay right, him right. out $5,000 in they cash, they would just write it on the clipboard real fast. I wonder if he did it. Really? Just really quick. Wow. And, and they would just have sheets and sheets when he was done and of all sign the taxable jackpots. And then they'd print them all up. And you would you just know, sign off? Overnight, yeah. Yeah. and then he'd sign off the next day. That's crazy. Yeah. That's not, but that makes sense. You don't want to stop him every time. Right. To, to, yeah, exactly. Wow, that is, uh, <laughs> like you said, it's all relative how that to them. It's just kind of like, whatever, you know. Yeah. It's just a ton of money to do, and we're just like, holy shit. <laughs> that just reminded me of another story. Yeah. At Green Valley Ranch. Okay. In the high limit room, there was two reserved blackjack tables. Yeah. One was this guy named Hippie. Okay. And I don't even know what his real name. I'm not sure anyone knows what yeah, his yeah, real name is. Yeah, just call him Hippie. He would, yeah, he was one of those Texas oil guys. Oh, okay, gotcha, yeah. <clears throat> and he just had long hair. And, yeah. <laughs> and so he had his own reserve table, and he would play, you know, like 10,000 a hand on multiple hands. Yeah. And then there was another guy named Maloof. Oh, yeah. You can edit that out. Yeah, or yeah. whatever. Well, it's, all right. it's, a, it's a well-known It's name. a real story. Gotcha. It's a known name, yeah. yeah. Uh, they owned... Was this when they owned the Palms? The Palms okay. and the Sacramento Kings basketball team gotcha. and stuff. It is that time there. So he's on another reserved yeah. blackjack game. Yeah. Betting as much as he bets yeah. on all that stuff. <clears throat> and at one point, and, and I was dealing yeah. to Maloof and somebody else. Anyway, at one point, the hippie guy who's mm. loud and obnoxious. Yeah. Maloof oh is very quiet and subdued. Gotcha. <clears throat> hippie stands up and looks at aloof and like holds up his cards and goes hey what would you do with that <laughs> and Maloof just looks up and just looks back down and just keeps playing yeah yeah ignoring him yeah, yeah. and he's like hey what would you do <laughs> <laughs> do you know what he was holding up well, uh, whatever his two blackjack cards oh, okay, were, you know, gotcha. should, he's just asking should yeah. I hit or should I stay yeah because his- yeah, yeah. you can tell that guy's betting a lot of money too yeah, and he yeah. wants to know whatever <laughs> Yeah, actually, he was probably just drunk. He made yeah. obnoxious. He just wanted to right. bring attention to himself. Right. <laughs> so Maloof ignores him again. Well, then Hippie, like, gets up and is like, hey, I'm talking to you. Yeah. Well, then Maloof stands up and is like, you need to shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me the fuck alone. That's fine. Long story short, there is a line of 12 security guards yeah. dividing the high limit room in half <laughs> between those two games. So they don't have to look at you. Yeah. And both of them are screaming, get that fucking guy out of oh here. God. You know who the fuck I am? <laughs> what the hell is yeah. he still doing here? Get him out. Yeah. Both of them are, are yelling the same that thing? at the same time, <laughs> not realizing that they are both worth about the same amount That's of money, and there's no way either one of them's getting kicked yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh man, I was just thinking of security going like, God damn it, what do we do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I was like, we have to separate both they these just guys. had to yeah. stand there and be a wall. Oh my god. <laughs> What'd you do at work today? That was a wall. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow, that's god. fucking funny. Oh, that's was 
Well, that's interesting to find out when two rich kids uh, start fighting each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get a human wall to separate, <laughs> to separate them. <laughs> Can't tell who the the bigger chip on the shoulder right, is. Yeah, exactly. You there don't it know is. who to get rid of. <laughs> <laughs> and what, like I said, what a bind for the uh, Green Valley Ranch because you don't have to deal with like, God damn it, man. These two, yeah. fine. You what guys can't. Can I know what do we do? Exactly. <laughs> There's probably an idea of like say, well, who's worth more now? Is that <laughs> yeah? How much more worth? Uh, somebody Google that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Else Google that guy. <laughs> how much is he worth? Is that worth? To yeah, do. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who are we gonna kick out? That's fun. Oh, yeah, and that that that'd be, that's got to be a hard. Uh, uh, yeah, I, that's fun. So I wonder, if, so for example, if it had, did get like physical and stuff, and they did have to kick somebody out, I, that that would have been interesting. Like, yeah, I don't, how do you turn that way? That's we, we've had other situations where. There's been a guy that was, he would always get super drunk and super obnoxious and right. he'd like to rip his shirt off and stuff. <laughs> and he was like fat and hairy. Yeah. It's not like, like he was good looking. It's not like yeah, Chippendales. Yeah, yeah. No, and he no. was like, check me out. He, he was just Remember like, eating. Everyone's like, sloppy no, drunk. Yeah. 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 And they eventually like, they removed him from right. High Limit. Okay. Put him out on the main casino oh, floor. Great. Yeah. On a reserve table just so that he wouldn't. But the other, yeah, other the big other players. big players. Uh, you can you can interrupt those. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah go go peons. mess with the peons. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but don't keep yes. being rude and interrupting our, so our main exactly. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Working for casinos that that totally tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, you get that. <laughs> so um, yeah, you mentioned a little bit, Kevin. So now you you move on to um. So you're not dealing anymore, right? Obviously. I'm not dealing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no. Last three years I've been bartending. Okay. Which. It really pisses me off that I wasted 18 years dealing cards. Okay, yeah. <laughs> before I started bartending, and I was going to ask you. So how did you like it? So you oh, definitely yeah. uh, appreciate bartending a lot yeah. more than, than dealing. Uh, although I got to admit, it's like like you said, you either got to know somebody or you yeah. got to get lucky. Yeah, right. I got lucky, man. Okay, there we go. Undoubtedly, there we go. And there was an opening in a little spot, little tiny locals place. Yeah. That, you know, we'd been going to for years. Is that Manu? Laura knew nice all the people, and she's got a lot of pull. And yeah, we we're like, I was having issues with my hands that was like preventing me from continuing dealing. Okay, gotcha. So I had to find something pretty quick and pretty desperately. <clears throat> and then he was like, right "Hey, we just had an opening yeah. across the street, you know, and and I, and it's this little tiny local bar. Yeah, and when I'm there." I'm the only employee there. Okay, so which you. is so weird after working in giant yeah, corporations. Right, yeah, with a bunch of you know, like, like a hundred people. Yeah, like, yeah when you come you. on shift and you take that other bartender out, that's it. That's it. Yeah, there you. is no manager. There's no <laughs> fellow right. employee. Wow, it took you like, a while. I'm sure it's a big adjustment. Yeah, yeah. it's like holy shit. Like, even right. if you got to go to the bathroom, you're like. Hey, is everybody good out here? Yeah, you're yeah. Like, right. You kind of like eyeball like who's the most responsible person. Right, right, right. And you're like, hey, will you? As and you walk I, by, will you kind of make sure everybody yeah, nobody stays? does something stupid? Yeah, I gotta go hit the job. Yeah, yeah, fast. yeah, exactly. Nobody's sucking on the the draft beer. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's a really weird dynamic. Yeah. To go from giant corporation to little tiny bar, just, just a little tiny bar, me. But at the same time, uh, all the benefits. Yeah, go to you as well. That's like, true. You're yeah. not 
sharing tips with anybody. Any of the nobody knows yeah. what you do, what yeah. you make. Yeah, as long as the building doesn't burn down and you right. know, nobody's I mean, robbing you blind, then you're good. At, at the same time, if somebody throws up in the bathroom, that's you. <laughs> you are going to clean up, you're throw up in the bathroom. You're cleaning it. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, always fun, right? Which also makes you want to make sure you don't over-serve people. <laughs> that's a good deterrent. That's for sure, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's funny. It's a lot easier to let somebody just get hammered off their ass. Right, right. right. If yeah. There's a cleaning crew. Exactly. Like, yeah, they'll clean it up. Like, yeah. oh, shit, that's me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that, that's been a pretty fun gig. Okay. And, cool. uh, yeah, money wise, and it, it's, it's been crazy. Yeah. Uh, like, I, the, the third night I ever worked as a bartender, I made over $1,000 that night. Nice. Nice. And that's 18 years of dealing. Yes. I made $1,000 once. Wow. And then you do your third night in, you're like, holy shit. And I'm like, yeah. oh my God, this is the best thing yeah, ever. Yeah. yeah. Of course, it went like six months of making yeah. $32 a shift. Exactly. And, yeah. It's few and far between. Yeah. There was. Yeah. The, the swings yes. are gigantic. Especially in a smaller local joint like that. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I have made the the best night I've ever made was like 1700 in an eight-hour shift. Yeah. Nice. And I have also made $5.50. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. In eight hours. <laughs> yeah. In eight hours. Yeah, because as I was leaving, somebody cashed a $3.50 ticket and gave it to me. <laughs> Thank Prior God. to that, yeah. I had made $2 oh in eight hours. Yes. Those are yeah. long so shifts like there. You, yeah. yeah. The bartending thing is a much different gig than... Yes. <laughs> yeah. But you, you enjoy it a lot more, though. I do enjoy it a lot more. Okay. Yeah, I get to use a lot more of my personality and Good. talk with people. And, yeah, because you don't have to worry about your dealing. And yeah. Can, you know. and, and yeah. And you talk to them and, and, and just... Really uh, again... Kind of, kind of that same switch from poker. Yes, it's not me taking their. That's money. true. Yeah, yeah, it's the yeah, machine. Yeah, they come yeah. in and gamble, but right. everyone knows it's not the bartender's fault. No, no, if you lose in the machine. Yeah, and you can sympathize with them. Yeah, yeah. stupid oh, machine. Fuck, Damn yeah. it, this machine. I don't know what's going on. I know. Yeah. I played that one yesterday yeah, yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. Kick my ass. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so you can sympathize with them. That's cool. Yeah, and like I said, it gives you more time to just relax, and you don't have to worry about oh, how much is he betting and with this, and you know. You know for the most part, yeah. the dealing would have to be on yeah. point. And, yeah, and for the most people, people are, you know, they're pretty happy to come in and see you. It's true. Like, yeah, ah, man, yeah. just finish my shift at work. Sure, so I, I need a drink. drink. Yeah. Hey, I'm you. the guy. Yeah. Hey, there you go. You come to the right you, spot. Exactly. Yeah. I always tell them, you came to the right spot, so because I'm hoping you're not asking for new breaks because I can't do that yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> wrong here. Yeah. Right. <laughs> did you have um, bartending experience before going into that, or? Uh? Um, I did not. I okay. just... Uh, I dated this super hot high limit bartender, which is a great bartender. She is a great bartender, Laura. By the way, <laughs> and she Laura, knocks it out of the park out, uh, out of our yeah. local casino over there that she works at. Man, she's a uh, she's up there for a reason. She's been there for a long time for a reason because yeah. she knows what she's doing. And she's she, like created yes, her own cocktails. Yeah. Like people oh, yeah. come. She's, she is very creative, which is another level to a bartender, which yeah. I can't do. I can't I create. Can't, no, I'm not. I can. I'm good at just dishing stuff out, but I, I, like her. Is awesome, like you said, because she can create stuff, and I've, yeah. I've known people like that. And those are the people who are like, yeah, please, you know, get, raise the bar for us, man. You're the guys who do it because they can not only great workers, great bartenders, they create extra yeah. new stuff, and so that's cool. Yeah, yeah she's it, in that it is. It's amazing to like just to watch her work, yeah, because you can just see how passionate she is about yes. it. Which sounds weird to be passionate but about being is. a bartender, no, but you can. But like just the little special touches she yeah. puts on drinks, and to hear people. You know, people will pull me aside once right. they find out 
you know, that work together. And, yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, my God, you have no idea. Like, yeah. we come specifically. If if we come and she's not here, yeah. we'll no, just walk. No way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it's just not the same bar without Exactly. Her, yeah. Which is super cool. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, so, so I, I agree yeah, with you. She thought, helped me a lot. I had another friend named Rob that okay. he was the head bartender at Fiesta. Okay. Number one seniority. Wow. 25 years. Yeah. And, and that's then COVID. That, then COVID hit, and that place is still sitting and empty, then, huh? Yep. So uh, he's just kind of like wandering. Yeah. He fills in. Yeah, every now and then. He's is working still, the pool, okay. which uh, is pretty damn funny because he's like <laughs> he's an older guy, 52-year-old right? guy <laughs> with all these 23-year-olds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, uh, that would be a sight. That's funny. Yeah, exactly. But he's, he's so well-known in the company. And okay. He's got a good pull. So they're like, yeah, hey, just work the pool until we get stuff open back okay. up again. You so know? they're and still planning on opening? He'll be the guy. Yeah. All right. I guess they're still planning. And I mean, Whether it's, it's Fiesta or the new Durango station that's going to open mm, in the future. The new other local one over there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's cool. So at least, they, at least they're so, trying to help them out a little bit. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Laura was my, my key to getting into bartending. Nice. Both, mm. both actually learning bartending and actually ending up with the job I got. Well, she's almost a perfect person to kind of help <clears throat> teach you and stuff. So yeah. she knows what the hell she's doing. So that's cool. So he got you in and, and, and you've been bartending and, and enjoying it. That's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah. Quite a bit. Awesome. Uh, I did three years on Graveyard. Oh, that's always fun. And fine. Uh, I just stopped that a month ago. Oh, God, cool. Congratulations, and man. And it wasn't because I got, like, promoted. Yeah. I just went, I can't do this anymore. anymore. <laughs> right, yeah. And they were like, well, you can go back to extra board and floating around. Yeah. And you're probably not going to get a lot of shifts right. on days and swing because – it's primarily graveyard people that call out. Right, right. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, um, I, am, different, I yeah. am aging in dog years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> On that Working point, yes. graveyard. Right, I, yeah. I can't do this anymore. It's insane. Right. right. That, um, yeah, that, that's, a rough, that's, that's a rough shift having graveyard for that long, too. Yeah. Now, I, I like that when you come up bartending that you do a little stint on, on graveyard. It, it helps build you a little bit oh but, yeah i could see but that long yeah to, but that long I, i'm talking like maybe a year yeah pay your dues a little bit but it helps me yeah, exactly because you have some interesting people that come on obviously on yeah. graveyard that you like yeah, yeah like but, four months to a year maybe everybody yeah. should do graveyard yeah just to kind of get the feel and and then no one should ever do graveyard. then over exactly right and <laughs> it is the worst yeah oh, it's the worst no. and i always say god bless the people that love it because pl- please Take the graveyard shift. Yes. We need somebody to. Please. If you love doing it, Take then we'll love to give all. it to you. Yeah, yep. <laughs> we'll love to give it to you, right? <laughs> oh, God, I don't know how humans function like yeah. that. It's just yeah, I don't know either. I, I could never get my sleep right with the graveyard stuff. Nope, yeah, never. it nev- never works out right. It's just it's amazing. I'm always like pale, like a vampire. Just that's what I feel like, and yeah, just can't ever, yeah, 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 sucking off the life force of other people. Yeah, I, I don't know. Right? It, it's all weird. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I know uh, recently too. You've also said you did a little bit of a. Uh, uh, you do Uber sometimes. Uh, yeah, and I yeah, know you had driver. a recent story that I, I know the BTS and so at the time of uh, oh this is like April 2022 <laughs> the BTS came to Las Vegas the first time ever and they had yes. four nights at the Legion Stadium sold out all yeah. four of them like they, almost instantaneously yeah Saturday Sunday one week and then Saturday, the following Sunday. Saturday Sunday yeah and yeah it was completely sold out within yes. hours right. and not only was Allegiant Stadium where the Raiders football team plays yeah that's the main concert that was sold out yeah they also sold out the MGM Grand Garden Arena yes which is another gigantic arena right where they were just simply live streaming Jeez. 
the concert that was happening <laughs> yeah. at the stadium. And that sold out too. Yeah. And that sold out too. That's crazy. So that's a, a, a whole bunch of people. Yeah. And then, and like, I didn't even, I don't know anything about BTS. Yeah. K-pop. Group, I yeah. hadn't, I hadn't driven any Uber or Lyft yeah. for two years since the pandemic okay. and everything shut down. I so was you just had like, just started this past. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. uh, you know, let me get everything back in line. I'll start driving again. Yeah. What the hell? Let me see. Everyone's like, yeah. And it just happened to be that Friday of that first BTS. weekend. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm picking up all these like groups of young Asian girls. Yes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> What's going is on? this a thing? Yeah. Now? Like, is What's that going what, on? Yeah. Is that all that Uber is? It's just yeah, young yeah. Asian girls? Yeah. <laughs> well, then, I, you know, not too long after, because I'm a talkative guy. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. We're just Ask doing in town. Oh, we're here for the BTS. Oh, yeah. Whoa, what's I'm, for, I'm sure first like, what the hell's BTS? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then I start hearing stories like, yeah, like girl went f- Friday morning. She went to the stadium mm-hmm. at three in the morning. Okay. And camped on the sidewalk. Yes. Just for the merchandise yes. booth to open yeah. at 10 a.m. That's seven hours, man. Just to open just to buy open merchandise. The, yeah. Just and to be the one thing she wanted sold out in 20 minutes. Oh, and she didn't my get it. God, dude. That's fun. So. She was there, and obviously she wasn't first, which was even more right. nuts, right? And yeah, that means there were hundreds of people that were far back. So she should have gone like two days ahead of time, is what she probably should have done. Guess. That's nuts, and she still couldn't get what she wanted seven hours early. Right. So Holy then I was shit. making all these wow. jokes about you know the, all the young Asian girls and stuff. Well, then I picked up these two Korean women that were, I'm guessing sixties. Yes. You know, but they're Asian, so they right. might have been one hundred and twelve. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Asians age so well. They I do. Mean, you yes, can't right. tell when they're old. They look amazing. More time, more power to you, Asian yeah. women. Yeah. I, no kidding. Whatever you guys do is incredible. But anyway, <laughs> so I pick up these two women. I'm taking them to a restaurant. And I just jokingly say, oh, yeah, are you ladies here for the BTS concert? And yeah. they both just start clapping. <laughs> Yay! Oh, God, they were, yeah, we can't <laughs> wait. Like, wow. I'm like, what? And then I oh, pick wow. up this other yeah. this guy with his 82-year-old grandma, uh-huh. and they're going. <laughs> <laughs> and they flew from Mexico just to go to because the eighty-two-year-old grandma wanted to fan. go to both nights. Wow! Yeah, both nights at the at the Legion Stadium. Wow! Man, who those they kids, are just—they're killing it. Those guys. I, those, I don't know what the marketing kids, thing they're, they're young is. Young guys now. Yeah, they're men now. They are destroying this. Mm. Like I, I, I picked up a lady that was she had just gone to buy AAA batteries. Yeah, and she had to go to four different stores. Around the strip to buy AAA batteries because they are all sold out for the for the because BTS sells these little light light sticks. Yeah, it's part of the show. Which okay, yeah, that's part of the thing. Yeah, but then they told me that they can electronically control those light sticks. Yeah, Yeah, again, it's part of the show. So the crowd becomes yeah. Part of the like show. they can spell things yeah. with the light sticks that the crowd is holding. The crowd is holding. Yeah, that is genius. Isn't that great? That's awesome, right? Who are these guys? <laughs> they are smart. Their marketing team is knocking out the park, and they're they're good, man. You can't wow. you, even if you don't like that music, you got to get up to those guys. They know what they're fucking doing. Apparently, I mean that is a whole big step up from the new kids on the block. Lunch oh, panel. that blows those guys out of the water. <laughs> that makes new kids block like you guys oh, messed up, man. You whoa. messed up, yeah. 
the well, things they're doing now. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that crazy? So I, and I went and, and I had took my 17 year old daughter to the Friday night, the first Friday night yeah. BTS concert. So you talk about the lights and I knew exactly when she went to go buy them. We stood two hours in line for that merchandise. Good thing we took off really early Man. and they had the lights and I thought it was just a little globe light. Okay, cool. Whatever. And, and then I realized part of the show and they told me, I'm like, oh, that's fucking awesome. I go, what a great idea. And so you're looking out and they're making this like waves of green and the waves of red or just the way it's part of the show. So they make them feel like they're part of the show. And you are an amazing father. It's it. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> everyone says, hey, hope you had to be here. You know, if, you know it's, it's like I said, it's not my time music, but I enjoyed the show. It was fine. It was, I, I enjoyed I got to say, after hearing everything that I've heard, I, yeah. I would like to see one of their shows. Right. Because it was, it's it was just not boring. sounds incredible. Yeah. It was not boring. It was cool. And these watching these kids, you know, yeah, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know a single guys. song. Yeah. No, I don't know. I right. Probably wouldn't in particularly enjoy couple, the music. Yeah. But, no, but it was just a good but show. But I would like to see that show. Just it to must see the, be amazing. energy was amazing. Yeah. So on my right here, I had my, my daughter and my niece I took. On the left, I had you talking about the people going. I had these two Hispanic ladies who were not teenagers. Because that's what I thought I was going to see, too. I thought yeah. it was going to be all young kids, like new kids on the block. And I was all young. No, there is a range of people. Like, and I kept trying to explain this to the wife. So these just two Hispanic ladies that had to be in their 30s are watching. And I'm watching. They're having a blast. And then they were introducing each kid. There's like seven guys in this part. And so they each doing a big, big screen. And one of the guys he introduced and they see his face on the big screen. These two ladies, oh, they do. They were going all excited. Like they I'm had like, their one they guy had their one up. guy, and I and I had the mask, and I'm laughing. I'm not, I'm not laughing at them, but I am laughing at the whole thing. I go, wow. I was just like, this is crazy, man. These guys are just hitting all the female population. They're just knocking out of the park, and they all love them. And and you listen to them. I'm like. I don't like the music. Music's not horrible, you know. If it was on, well, yeah. exactly. Yeah, and it's yeah. just not the. I've heard a lot worse, you know, right. and I've seen a lot worse shows. So I was just like, yeah. So it was, it was cool. It yeah, was, you know, there's a team experience. of like thirty-seven writers that are making all. Oh their music yeah, yeah, for, it's it, just exactly. All, They'll go it exactly. But, oh my god, they're yeah, killing it. They're killing it. Wow, so it was good. So it was interesting. So I, I, I like yeah. uh, that Uber. I'm sure you're not the only Uber guy out there. I'm sure there's a ton of those guys that had those kind of stories. Like, man, it's just a crazy yeah. crowd. And, out then, there, and right? then I picked up this like. As soon as I dropped off, you know, this the next group of whatever teenage Asian girls, and then yeah. I pick up this total redneck guy. Yeah, and yeah, oh, really? Total redneck girl, <laughs> and, and now I'm taking them to the airport. Yeah, so I, I didn't want to say anything because I'm like, <laughs> you're like, shit. <laughs> you wanted to though. To, you almost yeah, did. Like, yeah. I wanted to do yeah, BTS. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And at the same time, I'm like, there's there's just no way. No way. I mean, the right. guy's like full mullet and yeah, you know, yeah. bad teeth. And, you're thinking like Leonard Skinner, and, buddy? Or, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, so so what was the <laughs> highlight of your guys' trip? Yeah. yeah good way, I just want to see where this is going to go. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And he goes, oh, the Scorpions and Skid Row show. You're like, okay. And you're I was like, like, okay, yeah. Ah, All right. <laughs> I know okay, that. Yeah. I, re I, I recognize that. Yeah. <laughs> like that, like, that, that is truly another great thing about Vegas. Mm -hmm. If there is any band that has ever performed yeah. ever anywhere mm -hmm. and they are still alive. Yeah. Or in the case of Whitney Houston, even if they're dead, yeah, you can still see them in concert here. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, exactly. And people they come will out. eventually come to Vegas yeah. and play. And they'll you play. can see anyone you yeah. want. And they will probably sell out too. Exactly. It's amazing. Yeah. Isn't that fun? That's great. Yeah. That's a great playing. And and growing up here in Vegas earlier on, it, that was not always the case because there wasn't very small venues. So now I'm glad that Vegas has got to a point where right, you can, oh, they all yeah. come here. Are you born and raised here? No, but I. Early but '80s, yeah. Our, I was like ten when we moved here, so oh, almost. Yeah. I was so, raised yeah, here. I wasn't right there, yeah. exactly. Okay. So it was. It's good to see that because when I was younger, there, there was only like the Thomas and Mac was the only one of the venues to go see stuff. So if it wasn't a oh, big yeah. place that could sell out, they weren't coming. 
So it's nice to see now that everybody's getting that. All the bands can come through if they want, and some don't. But at that point, we're like, we don't care because these other, you know, twenty people are coming. Yeah. We're gonna go see those people. So it's, God, the changes you must have seen. Uh, it, it has been, yeah, it's been a lot, man. Like that's one of the crazy things when I'm driving around giving Uber rides and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. like you you pass by like the the Casa de Shenandoah. Yeah, Wayne Newton's old house. Wayne yeah. Newton's old house. Yep, and you know that. When that thing was built, yep. it was miles out in the middle of nowhere. Middle of nowhere. When we moved out here, it was still kind of almost nowhere. You know, there's a very sparse around. There wasn't that yeah. much stuff around there. Now it's like in the middle of the city, basically. Yeah. yeah on the facade. And it's funny. The old, um, so you're right. When it was built out, it was a ranch in the middle of nowhere. And you remember those old show Vegas with Dan Tana? And um, yeah. I think so. It's an old show, yeah. seventy shows okay. yeah. based out of Vegas. And we would laugh because when we moved here in the early eighties, and we watched that show, and we realized all the uh, the sh- the shortcuts they would take when they're driving. So they had this one guy driving down by the Four Queens. He turns the corner down the shortcuts, and then he's out by Cassidy and Shenandoah. We're like, holy <laughs> yeah. shit! And, and then this is like twenty miles apart. I'm like, that is an awesome shortcut. I need to find that one, right? <laughs> so, the yeah. warp right. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so it was man. fun watching next. So you know, because they would turn here and end up the other side of town. You're like, wow, that's fucking weird. Yeah, yeah. And you won't notice that and stuff. So that that's that's cool like seeing like movies being filmed and stuff yeah. like yeah uh, lethal weapon three when they're showing that freeway shot where he's hanging out that that was filmed on the yeah. 215 over there yeah when they were doing construction they were doing construction it wasn't even open yet and yeah. so they had like a two mile part where they just go back and forth and you can see in the back if you live here you can see the background they're going down the same area it's the same they're <laughs> just, just doing a big circle over. over and over yeah. again so and you know when you watch the movie, you don't recognize that. Yeah, the locals are like, "Hey, I recognize. Hey, there's a you know, there's a Home Depot. Oh, there it is again. <laughs> yeah, <I always laughs> hey, think there it is again." <laughs> I think it's funny when they're showing movies and they like show people driving away from Vegas. Yeah, yeah. And and they show the Red Rock Mountains. Yeah, like yeah, they're yeah, driving yeah. towards right, the Red Rock exactly. Mountains, and yeah. that's supposed to be them leaving Vegas. You're right. Like, that's like a loop that just goes yeah, right back yeah, into the city. There's no way you can't leave Vegas right, that way. Right. Or, or, or better yet, so here's here's another thing that tells you how long Vegas or how much growth is going. It's always been like when or they're leaving, they, you, they pass by the, the Las Vegas sign, which is out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Now, everything's surrounding it now. Now you have to drive yeah. another extra 10 miles just to get outside of that part, right? Now that, that you know, Welcome to Las Vegas sign is right in the center almost, yeah. you know, that's, but, you know, you watch old movies back then. It's like, oh, like there's nothing around it. Stuff like, no, yeah, no. It's, it's weird to think like that was the highway from California. Yeah. Yeah. There was exactly. no interstate. That's just everybody came up that two lane road, yep. which is why it. that sign is there. Right. Exactly. And now you have to kind of go, <clears throat> you have to work your way to that sign. It doesn't yeah. that just come up and stuff. So anyways. Cool, man. Hey, Kevin, thank you for coming on, brother, man. Yeah. Anything you want to bring up or, or, or plug or anything? Uh, those were some pretty good tales. I, I, I like that a lot, man. I like I hadn't had a dealer on yet and, you know, and a poker dealer, so it's good to get that aspect out of you. And, dude, the huge huge amounts of money that, that you've seen that that's passed through your fingers oh my God. is amazing. That, is, that's just out of control. It is truly – I had no idea – of how many people in this world yeah. that money is simply a way to keep score. Right. Yeah. They have so much it that it becomes completely meaningless. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? And and it and you see it all the time in this city. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's yeah. And at different levels, you know. So mind blowing. Still to me after twenty years. Right. How could it not be? I mean, because still you know the value. We know the value right. of it. And not that they don't know the value, they just they just lose us some of that, you know. Their yeah. their value ratchets it up a whole bunch more, you know. Yeah, and you, and it's like I always have these thoughts like 
God, in, instead of playing blackjack yeah. today, yeah. that person could like open a phone book pretending like we still yeah. have phone books. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. <laughs> you get the idea. Right. <laughs> open a phone book and just like randomly point to yeah. five names and just pay their houses off. Yeah. You're right. You because some of these guys that instead of playing blackjack today. Yeah. Right. And that's they, what it, they could have done. Yeah. And, and they, they could like, even save oh, money. Like, you know, I'm just God. gonna pick five people and you know, pay off their the yeah. mortgage. And they still would have saved money by yeah, far. Yeah. yeah. And, and like I have those thing. kind of thoughts all the time when I'm driving around. But, I'm like, but you're God. right. I mean, I guess right. that's why that. I'm not super rich. Right, exactly. Yeah, I would right. do stuff like that instead right. of. Yeah, and I guess that's why they are. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> at least, yeah, again, okay, that's how I justify myself. Yeah, yeah there you go. Hey, as long as you can sleep at night, we're good, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Thank you. All right. Thank you again, man. Um, and tell Laura again, happy birthday. Hope you guys yeah. have a nice trip, man. Oh, and yeah. and we'll have a fun we'll, time. Uh, and we'll come visit your bar and there we go. tell you all about it. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Hey, and we'll man, tip man. the shit out of you. There we go. <laughs> 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 Thanks, brother. Hey, everybody. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Thanks for coming and tuning back in again. Um, guys, you want to follow me? I'm at Twitter and Instagram at TFE underscore podcast. If you want to contact the show, I'm at Tales from Vegas podcast at yahoo.com. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, Kevin, again. I'll see you guys next time. Bye.